Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing More than a feeling To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save your life To be powered by love Well, I was doing some research on the internet this week. And so what if I told you that scientists had discovered a pill that provides all of these benefits? Oh, that was not very dramatic. Let me see. All of these benefits, increased happiness, better friendships, improved physical health, lower blood pressure, uh, reduced the number of doctor's visits, enhanced romantic relationships, hubba hubba, Improved psychological health, stronger family ties, better sleep, self, improved self-esteem, and greater intelligence. That's a pretty good list of uh, benefits, is it not? I mean, that is the kind of pill I think we all might sign up to take. Well, the good news and bad news situation here is that there is no pill for that. But I was this week, got into reading a whole bunch of studies about not a pill that provides all these benefits, but something maybe in some ways a little simpler, and it's called gratitude. Gratitude, there are all these studies that have been done by some real, you know, actual scientists and real uh, significant organizations doing this research to discover that actually gratitude, being thankful, having an attitude of gratitude, just being grateful day in and day out, actually produces real tangible health benefits as well as just lifestyle benefits. It's really amazing. And so one of the articles I was reading was from Harvard Medical School. Uh, You know, that's a pretty decent place, right? And uh, in that study, they talked about some of these benefits, but then they went and said, okay, well, what does it look like to have an attitude of gratitude, right? What does it look like to practice it? And so they actually gave some real tangible advice, like these are things you can do. They said you can write a thank you note, something that we kind of understand. And of course, that's a way of showing that you are grateful. They also said you can just thank someone mentally, An interesting thing happened in the research. They found that uh, if you write a thank you note, that's really good for you and for the person getting the thank you note. But actually, if you just mentally think about how thankful you are for them, you still get the benefit, even if you don't send a thank you card. Not a bad deal. Uh, You should probably still thank the person so they can feel that uh, good experience as well. The other things they recommended were keeping a gratitude journal, like actually every day taking the practice of writing down the things from that day that you are grateful for, or if nothing else, counting your blessings, just taking some time and clicking through your day, what are some of the things that you're grateful for today? And finally, they mentioned prayer and meditation, connecting with a a greater power and taking some time of stillness to connect better with yourself and uh, really put some kind of intentional thought behind that gratitude. All of these little practices can lead to all those benefits. Some of you might be thinking, it'd be easier if it was just a pill. 
It would be easier if it was just a pill, uh, but they don't have that yet. And so in the meantime, there are all these things that we can do to practice gratitude, which not only makes the world a better and more uh, you know, peaceful, wonderful place, but also we actually get health benefits from it. So why am I talking about gratitude on this Sunday when we're talking about Psalm 23? I'm supposed to be wrapping up this series on Psalm 23 with this very last half of the last verse of this psalm, Psalm 23, which says this. Maybe you can read it with me if you would. Let's read it. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. It seems that at its core, Psalm 23 is about gratitude. Uh, This verse, uh, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. That house of the Lord, uh, if you do some biblical research on it, you'll see that scholars kind of acknowledge that the house of the Lord is kind of referring to a few different things. One would be the temple in Jerusalem, the center of religious and faith life for the Jewish people, that temple. So you might relate it to our church, right? It's the worship focus of our lives. We can dwell in the house of the Lord our whole life long. But it's also something beyond that, that there's a kind of an eternal element, an eschatological element, just to show off that I went to seminary. Uh, It's a fancy word. Eschatological, it has to do with the, the end of life and the idea of where does your soul go when you die. And so that's getting at thinking about heaven as this place dwelling in the house of the Lord forever in heaven. But then those same scholars who would say, yes, it's, a, it's about your church, your place of worship. Yes, it's about an eternal home in heaven. But it's also acknowledging that God has created this world and everything in it. And so all of creation is a part of this house of the Lord that we're called to dwell in. And that gets us to this point, that dwelling in the house of the Lord isn't so much about being in any one place, but rather it's as much about abiding in grace and gratitude our whole lives long. It's a state of being, a state of mind, and that is what is described in Psalm 23. Psalm 23, at its core, is a call to gratitude. It's a call to invite us to be grateful even while still acknowledging the darkest valleys that are a part of life. That's a part of what I think makes this psalm so loved is that it doesn't say we just have to gloss over the hard times, the dark valleys, but rather, even, especially maybe, in those times, we don't have to fear because God is with us. That God is with us not just in the ups, but also the downs, and that all along, there are blessings to be counted, that God is spreading a table before us, filling our cups to overflowing, that goodness and mercy are following us all the days of our lives. It's all about gratitude. I have an image here I want to share. I'm curious, how many of you have seen this photo before? Uh, Yeah, a lot of you. Okay, well, so when I was a kid, I always thought it was a painting, but it is actually a photograph, a black and white photograph that was later colorized. And uh, is found in homes and churches all over this country. It was taken, it was a photo that was taken in 1918, so over 100 years ago, by a guy named Eric Enstrom in Minnesota. And so it has become the Minnesota State Photo. If you knew there was such a thing, this is what it is. The Minnesota State Photo uh, is officially this Eric Enstrom photo that's entitled Grace. And for, like I said, over a century, people have looked at this photo, this man praying a prayer of thanks over a very simple meal, 
and seeing it as just a, kind of the embodiment of gratitude, as just a, a real visual representation of thankfulness. And so uh, when this photo was taken, just in the year following, one of Enstrom's friends wrote a little prayer to go along with that. And I want to share it with us because I think it, it kind of talks about the blessings of God in a similar way that this psalm, that Psalm 23 does. It says this, Lord, there may be homes that are larger than mine. There may be tables groaning with food and drink in abundance. There may be riches and supplies and appointments. But Lord, you have been with me unto this and supplied my necessary requirements. On that assurance, I rest my belief that you will bless my efforts if I apply them to the best of my ability to carry on. I am content. Amen. That emphasis at the end isn't that I uh, added. That is uh, how it was written. That phrase, I am content, as the end of it. Uh, Like Psalm 23, this psalm acknowledges and gives thanks for the blessings in life while even acknowledging that, yeah, it might look like others are being more blessed. It acknowledges uh, with a sense of gratitude those blessings in life, while also acknowledging that there's hardships and challenges in life. This is the message that this psalm communicates that we've been digging into over these last several weeks. And so that's why I invite you to read this psalm with me uh, one more time here as we think about gratitude while we read this psalm. Let's read these ancient words together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. It echoes a call to give thanks in all circumstances that we heard uh, just earlier in this verse as well. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Modern science, uh, a hundred-year-old photo, a hundred-year-old prayer, a psalm, as well as a few verses from the Apostle Paul all carry the same message that living a life of gratitude, a life of gratitude that still acknowledges the real challenges and hardships in life, and yet finds things to be thankful for, that life of gratitude is a blessing when we live it. It's not always easy, but it is what we're called to do. As I said, through all these different means, whether it's scientific studies, ancient scriptures, or even this well-loved photo, it's a sense of gratitude. That if we can find it, if we can live it, we'll experience benefits and so will the world around us. So I invite you into gratitude as we enter this holy week, move towards Palm Sunday and Easter and this ultimate celebration of new life. Let us give thanks. Amen.
Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.